Hey everyone, Jim Phoenix here. Today's Treatment Demons Ultra Specials, they always are. We've got the rental with Candyman. We've got the old with Encounters with the Unknown. And we got the brand newsies, but news to everyone else's with Encounter UFO. All this and more only on Streaming Demons. Hey everyone, Jim Phoenix here. Hope you all are doing well. Boy, do we have a treat for you today on Streaming Demons. Oh man, oh man, oh man, oh man. We've got my forever co-host, Edie, say hello. Sorry. Hi, I'm vaccinated. A double vax voodoo priestess, no longer pen cushions needed, although optional. And then we have our super special guest all the way from wherever he comes from, from Bite Size Horror, Mick McGee. Mick McGee, say hi. Hi, everyone. I'm Mick McGee. And as always, as always, if you're new to Streaming Demons, here's a little heads up. We do one new, one old, and one borrowed. And with that being said, as I am a very lazy man, we always let our special guests go first. Mick, or Mr. McGee, take it away. Yeah, thanks everyone. I'm Mick McGee, and I want to talk about this new movie I saw. I, oh, wait, I'm sorry. I rented this movie from Amazon Prime, and I rented it, it was so good. And it was called The Candyman. I, I rented this movie because I like candy. Do you like candy? I, uh, yeah, I, 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 I like candy. What kind of candy do you like? Uh, I'm cool with butterscotch. Evie, what kind of, or Voodoo, what kind of candy do you like? Oh, uh. It's cookies! Is it cookies? It's got even cookies! I like cookies a lot! I like brownies <gasps> and brownies. Oh. and coffee. What? What's, and what's, popsicles. Popsicles! What kind of popsicles? What's a popsicle? What's a popsicle? What kind of, what flavor? I like orange. I do. I like orange popsicles. That's just weird, bro. Well, hey, he's got his own thing. Let him be. He's Mick McGee, our, our superstar guest. So, all right, Mick, walk me through this. So you, you rented Candyman. Yeah, I thought it was about candy. I want candy. But there's no candy there. There's <laughs> some candy. Oh, no, it's scary candy. It's very scary. Oh, my God. There's, there's like... Can I say that word in this podcast? Uh, uh, maybe? What word is it? It's, yeah, grad students. There's a grad student in it. That's so scary. She's like, I know everything. I'm going to solve the world's problems. Look at me. I'm a grad student in 1982. And that's all it's going to be. I'm going to be famous. And I'm going to get everyone all jazz hands. And, and then they're going to get some candy because I'm going to say candy. What's the rest of the word? Uh, man, I don't think we should. Voodoo, do you feel like, I mean, Voodoo was on Bloody Mary's. Bloody Mary's nothing. That's just a fake. You live next door. But this one's real. I've seen it. So uh, we're supposed to say, okay, I'll, 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 I'll do it. Voodoo, you want to do what we're, we're supposed to say? We're what, supposed what's the word? to say. Yeah, what is it? Redact. <laughs> Re redacted it? What? Wait, what now? 
you say Candyman backwards five times in the mirror, and it's sure to work. Sure. Yes, I got a bunch I'm not saying that I work, man. Yes, say it. Say it five times real fast. No, no, no. Okay, so, all right, Nick. So it's about someone. We're into this movie, and they're saying something in a mirror, and what happens? It's exciting part happens. The guy from Star Trek appears. Picard? No, the other guy. Shatner? No, no. The nice guy. The nice, the cool guy from Star Trek. Oh, right. Like, Worf. No, no, not Worf. The guy, he's got the little things that are going. Oh, like Jordy? Like on Jeopardy? No. Don't eat that. That's the only one. Oh, it's, it's Mr. Tony Todd. Mr. Tony Todd is on this movie. Yeah, you don't know Tony Todd and Star Trek. Oh my God, what kind of fan oh are you for the princess? Is I, that second shot just go, no Star Trek fan for me? No, that's what it does. We love Tony Todd. He's so judgy. Tony Todd's cool. Uh, so Tony Todd comes up, but he's got an owie. He's got a lot of owies. He's got like a million billions bees always. He's got always all over. His always have always on now. It's kind of scary because he's got this bee thing. He's like, I'm Mr. Candyman. But he's got a different voice. He sounds like Tony Todd, not like me. You know. So okay, so Tony Todd's in it, and yeah, uh, Voodoo uh, mix right. I believe. I'm pretty sure, relatively sure. If my memory serves correctly, and it usually sort of does, Tony Todd was in a lot. Well, you know, we, we you know he was in the Crow and stuff like that. I but know he was, he was also... in X Files. I know he was in Platoon. X-Files. I know he was. Yeah, he was in an episode of X Files, bro. No, I haven't seen X Files in a long time. You know, so I'll take your word for X Files one. But I'm pretty sure he played on Star Trek. I'm pretty sure, and I'm completely wrong, but that's what, at least, hey, we all know Final Destination, right? But Yep, he was the mortician. He Okay, so we're going to talk about mortician versus something else. I know he did Star Trek Online, by the way. But if you were doing, if you were doing Star Trek, would you want Tony Todd in there? Oh, yeah, he's a good actor, bro. All right, because he is corn or kern, I should say, not corn, kern in the Sons of Mog. He's Worf's brother in Star Trek. Jeez, you didn't know that? I knew that. That's why I said it for. I mean, he's in Star Trek. He's a nice one. I like him in Star Trek a lot. But that's okay, Voodoo. Yeah, but Voodoo princess knows stuff that we don't know. Kind of like... What does King Kong sound like? Ah, that's what King Kong sounds like. <laughs> I hate kids, bro. Ah, you don't like kids? That's okay. I put bees on you. That's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna say, Candy Man. Oh, candy Man. <gasps> candy Man. Ah, okay, so, anyways, I. I, I thought it was about candy. It's not about candy, but it's about Tony Todd, which is fucking cool. Oh, can I say that we're cool? It's so cool. I love Tony Todd. 
and a lot of stuff, and he makes a day, and he's got bees, and he's got a hook hand, and there's something about being an artist, and art's pretty cool, and why not art my neighbor? Because, you know, art my neighbor doesn't give me candy. And I, I just think that he should go out somewhere. Okay, so we got Tony Todd, and basically all you said was like Tony Todd's in this movie so far, man. Is there anything else about the movie besides Tony Todd and Bees? Does there have to be anything else? No, not, not really. I guess you have a point. The, the, the man's got a point there, or the kid's got a point. Tony Todd's movie? Okay, so now, how are the effects? The effects? The effects are scary as crap! Oh my gosh! They're real! They're real bees! And they go, stick, It's kind of like, oh my gosh, we call them Bee Man, but no one's going to see Bee Man. And I said, candy man. I can be like, oh, I want to be a fruit loop. I want to be a sucker, a popsicle. No, I want to be bees. I want to be bees. And I have to put my mouth, my nose, and my little hook. The hook was made out of licorice, I'm pretty sure. Don't quote me, though. Well, that, that sounds like it's not right for a hook to be made out of licorice. But I agree. Uh, Voodoo, what do you think of the of the, uh, of the special effects? Because oh, you're giving your thumbs yeah. up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, the special effects are really cool. There's some practical effects in there, and I always prefer those to CG. And, uh, you know, they really did use real bees, and it's a pretty famous story about how Chucky Todd, like, negotiated for a bonus, a really big bonus every time when he had bees in his mouth, they stung him. (laughs) And he put honey in his mouth. He's like, come and get me, bees. Daddy needs a new car. That's what I'll do. Jim, 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 Jim. Yeah, what's up, man? Can I I have that? How about for my next, you know, bite-sized horror? If something bad happens, I get a bonus, right? Uh, bad happens to you? No, just something bad. No, bro. I I know this is going. Uh, no, no, and no. No, 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 no. (sighs) I tried, but okay. Yeah, the effects on effects are really very cool, and... It's a good movie, even though it's not about candy. But it's scary. It's very, very scary. It's so scary. I don't know what I do. Sometimes it's about candy. I don't know. But, you know, corn's in it. So okay, it's kind of cool. I need to break out the doors. And... Hey, I'm going to... So how many Cthulhu's? Uh, Cthulhu's? I, I know. I'll get this. Ten out of ten. Yeah, ten out of ten. It only goes up to five. Ten out of ten. Ten out of ten. I love it. You gave something negative up. 20 or ten, something on one of these. So just let him have the ten and shut him up. Yeah, I get ten. Yay. Motorverse is my friend. You're my friend now. I love y'all. Okay. What do I do now? What do I do now? Uh, We have some cookies. All right. So um, <clears throat> definitely not following that. Thanks, Nick. Uh, Buddha Priestess, what, what do you have for us? You gave him more sugar, you little douche. Uh, technically, I'm pretty sure it's Payne's babysitting. I heard that. Uh, so we need to, yeah. Okay. Well, 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 well. My movie is called Encounter with the Unknown. Oh, the Unknown. It's the old from 1972. That's not that old, is it? Because I had a lot of things from 1972. Um, it's almost... 50 years ago. Shush. It is not almost 50 years ago. You take that. How the fuck do you do math? Oh, sorry. How the heck do you do math? 
dude. Exactly. No, I'm serious. Ago. Do the math. Do the math. 72 is not 50 years ago. Okay. Okay. Aka. Bro. I'm breaking out my Bruh. calculator for this because you're getting really butthurt and defensive. But let's say 1972, and then we minus it, or I guess 2021. Tell us how math goes. Oh, <laughs> wait. 2021 minus 1972. So it's 49 years ago. So yeah. my bad. It wasn't 50 years ago. It was 49. And that's an important distinction. Oh my god, you're so Anywho, yeah. guess what? What? So, Chicken butt. When I was watching this, my first thought, and it was a very prevalent thought like throughout the whole thing. Damn, I want some ribs. No. Oh. Stop fucking talking about food because you're making me hungry. Oh, I won't talk Discount about food. Discount Twilight Zone. And Discount one of the... Yes. And one of the reasons is... During the stories, they have Rod Serling narrating at the beginning and end. It's a horror anthology of three stories. Really? Which, yes. Yes, yes. They actually have Rod Serling do this. Yes, yes. Was he cognizant that this is like, okay, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I swear to God, when you hear him talking at the end and the beginning of these, every fucking, like, you're expecting it to end with the Twilight Zone. Like... The delivery he gives the exact same thing as the show. And it's hilarious to me. But anyway. uh, You should see Norm McDonald do that. Yes. He's actually pretty damn good at that one. So. I, uh, What's it about? Okay, so we got three episodes. Stories. So it's yes. an anthology. Rod Sterling bookends it. Walk me through it. Is yes. it spooky spooky? Is it old time spooky? Is it horror? It's, it's like a candy. No, it's not. No candy. Oh my God. I like candy. Uh, <laughs> oh, well, it's like kind of spooky, supernatural adjacent things. Like, again, it feels Twilight like Zone-y. Like TV story show setup. Supernatural? No. No. Like, I mean... Supernatural happenings is happen. And again, I like say discount Twilight Zone because it's not like super duper scary and it's they're pretty straightforward stories. But like the first one is uh, people at a bar do something stupid and uh, no, not people at a bar that would never do something stupid. And it leads to the death of a friend. Oh, yeah, that goes sinister. Yeah. And it's really hard to describe these stories because they're so short to, um, without spoiling anything. Because another thing is, even though the movie is technically an hour and a half long, it got really fucking boring at the end because there was another voiceover by some other random dude who gave this, like, long-winded talk. And I think they were trying to like pass off these stories as true which is really fucking hilarious because there's like a well-known urban legend as the last story and 
uh, first story has some old folklore stuff about stuff in there. And it's if just you give, so can you give the urban legends without spoiling the third story? Uh, it is so well known. I it's probably couldn't. Egg. So uh, it's a whole egg, are... isn't it? Huh? It's a snipe. It's a, it's a hoed egg, right? What's a hoed egg? You don't know what a hoed egg is? No. Jesus, who do I know? Wow, I'm sorry I don't know everything, Jim. Yeah, Joe, well, you know. Eric, what is your I, name? What is your name, son? I'm Nick McGee. That's my oh, name. Fuck. What's that? No, it's, <laughs> it's a whole bag. Look in the mirror. <laughs> Dude, that was not even your laugh, my friend. He's got way too much sugar. He needs to go out for a second. I don't have enough sugar. So a whole dag is a little creature. Green. Looks like a dragon mixed with a lizard. Mixed with a pig, I guess. And it's got horns and scales. Okay, and I'm just going to Google it. Wisconsin. And yeah, Wisconsin. actually, that's the same thing you're describing. Uh... No, it's not a hodag because that looks like a reject from where the wild things are. Um, <laughs> it predates it by decades, man. Whatever. Still rejected from there. You don't know how long that island was there, bro. Anywho. So it's not uh, a hodag. Yeah, it's not a hodag. Jersey Devil? No, okay. So some people driving by a car, or driving by a bridge, see woman a woman. White? Yeah, who wants a ride home. Yeah, what's wrong with that? You know, Nothing, I, I see that all the time. Yeah, yeah. They also usually want money afterwards. <laughs> weird. Like, I gave you the ride and I... Oh, that's... that's that's. I got it now. Yeah. Uh, but again, at the, at the very end of this movie, there's that long spiel that this guy who is not Rod Serling is. And immediately followed that long spiel is another spiel by Rod Serling himself. And it's like kind of obvious just to fucking pat out the runtime, <laughs> and it's oh. and it's just like, huh? And I think I already told you that they were trying to pass that off as real, which is really funny because the way Rod Serling is telling it, it's like they didn't tell him just that was the direction these stories are going because he's just like fucking Twilight zoning it up. Yeah, he's just kind of he, he, no, he's saying it. Yeah. He's seeing it as if someone's watching. I wonder if they sold it to him as like, okay, Rod, we got three rejected scripts in the Twilight Zone. <laughs> and what we need is... Maybe that's what it is. It's like they're all spec strips. Back when specs actually worked a bit. Yeah, I, I wouldn't be surprised if that's how it works. Spec scripts, not strips, apparently. Sorry. Uh, so, so, yeah. Effects are just kind of like made for TV effects. Where are the effects here? It's just a woman wearing white. It's like, hey, it's the yeah, there's like woman in white no clothes. effects really. There, hmm. there's nothing in the film that you could really label as an effect. It's just stories. Well, I, I guess there was a gunshot oh. and an explosion off screen. Oh, oh no, that's just, probably just a sound then, yeah. Yeah. So that is cheap way of doing it. Uh, Watch, they actually blew something up off stream. Like, we don't have the sound for it? Well, let's blow some shit up. <laughs> Boom. So, that's, that's cool. 
So, yeah. okay. Now, with all that being said, hey, I got the question. Okay, well, uh, now? Yeah. Okay. Mix got it. There was no candy in there. There's no my questions about candy. There's no candy. Why does this movie even exist? There's no candy. Oh, I like candy. Are you sure there's no candy? It says a bar. Bars have candy. My daddy says. My daddy says he has Megadeth beer all the time, and that's like a candy for adults, isn't it? Daddy, Megadeth Beer will never sponsor us, okay? Hey, you tell Papa Shango that one of these days they will, and that's it. All right, Mick, we got some little candy over here, buddy. Hey, Daddy, got some candy. This candy is tough. Guys. We should be very good. Yeah. So, okay. While they're kind of gone, how many Cthulhu's do you give it? Okay. Two. 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 Okay. You, for those who don't know, because how would you, since it's a private conversation, I'm going to tell this out loud. Voodoo literally said, oh my God, I want to do old next. Can we please, please, we had someone book, we had another guest book for old at this time. I'm like, you know what? F it. We'll just Voodoo. Let's do it. Let's let you do old. Two. We canceled the booking for a two. I had to get Mick McGee and Les. Oh, that's very cute. Very, very cute, but still a two. A two. All right. Well, you know what? Well, it's not like, it, it's like, it's fun to watch in passing if you got nothing better to do, but I can't really recommend it because the stories are not memorable. They're just quick little things. My uh, dog is wagging her good old tail super duper fast. And happy. Uh, yes, she is. And again, at the end, there at the end of the last story, there is this long scene of where this girl and her boyfriend are just traipsing along a forest, and there's really sweet music playing to show their happy little date thing going, and it like goes on hella long, and then followed that by a fucking like 10, 15 minute spiel by some random narrator, followed by another five-minute spiel by Rod Serling. They really... They needed to pat... Um, which, by the way, during those spiels between Rod Serling and the random narrator dude, yeah. they're just replaying clips from the rest of the movie. Oh, wow. So, are you sure that's just the end credits, then? It actually pertains to the third... No, uh... Like, when the... At the very end, like, after the third story... Right. And they're going over where the narrators are starting to talk for no reason, just to pad out the movie. They're actually replaying clips from the three short stories that we just saw to pad out the runtime. And and then they just include the trailer in there too. And then there's a trailer for the film. Probably, actually, I wouldn't be surprised. That would be actually the trailer. Things. That's what it was. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. So like. If you start watching the short stories, you can watch it and just dip out early. <laughs> and then it might be a 2.5? Isn't that? Oh, uh, you could probably raise it to a solid 3. Wow. Uh, it's, yeah. The stories, again, aren't really that memorable. They're really kind of generic and there aren't many effects or anything to 
do it. And again, the last story is based on a well-known urban legend. And that just made me fucking laugh when the narrator towards the end was like going on like these were true fucking stories. These are true stories of the Tales for the Crypt Dark Side 13th hike monkeys on Zone. Zone, right? <laughs> uh, so that, is, that is cool. Okay, what was this called? Uh, Encounters with the Unknown. Okay, that's cool. That's two, okay, I can follow it too. So, Encounters the Unknown, that brings me to the, okay, we did a rental, we did the old, and now we're doing a new. I've got Encounter UFO, which is coming out Tuesday, August 10th on the T&E channel. And I gotta say that this is the coolest. If you like UFOs, uh, do you guys like UFOs? Uh, Maybe. I used Somewhat. to love them when I was a kid, and I watched, I read up on them and stuff a lot. And, you know, when I grew up, I realized a lot of it's kind of. It's kinda. fun to read about. I'll give it that. Well, you know, it, it, it's, it is fun to read about. Mick, did you. Did you uh, what is that? Okay. Uh, Mick says he's just, I don't know, he's kind of like face down in like a pile of candy right now. So I, I think UFOs might be past his bedtime. But thanks, buddy. So we have UFO. I have a UFO story. I do. And I'm not going to tell it because you don't believe in it. So wow. Going to yeah, be a little bitch it about it. Yeah, I'm not going to tell it. But I'm going to say this. No, Encounter tell me, tell UFO. Me, tell me. I believe I UFOs exist because, you know, unidentified flying objects. It's kind of hard not to believe objects well, in the sky flying around that have not been identified don't exist. Well, put it this way. With, with all the things from the U.S. government coming out, it's kind of cool. Some are just unidentified. But the coolest premise, and again, this is on T&E, it, it's Encounter UFO, and it, it's coming out on... Uh, Excuse me. It's it's coming out on Tuesday, August tenth, and check this out. Encounter UFO tells us stories of the most incredible UFO sightings and abductions of the past and modern era. Each episode follows three shocking eyewitnesses' accounts of supernatural encounters, backed up with the most compelling audio and visual evidence of UFOs, mobile phone footage, and photographs. Not just a developer song. We interviewed several leading UFO experts and eyewitnesses during making the series. It, it sounds like a fantastic series. I got to see the screener, and I'm telling you, it, for my new, this is the only thing I wanted to do for new. It, it, it was fantastic. T&E always has, I, I don't know what their budget is, but they have like the Blumhouse. I'll say, I'll call it the T&E the slash Blumhouse effect, where you know, no matter what it's going to be, it, it's going to be something slick, polished the special effects are pretty decent the reenactments are pretty good i i love the reenactments for encounter ufo and the story is gripping now i i got the problem i always have a problem i got the problem though i won't spoil it i won't name names but there is a part where you know how the you're particular episode, Evie, or excuse me, Voodoo Priestess, 
where your particular encounter, right, had the issue with the last voiceover guy? Yeah. Yeah. I have an issue with one of the people, uh, not one of the people telling their stories. I don't have an issue with, with the, those people. I have an issue with one of the experts. And it's just the way that you just try hard. It's a try hard. I must be right. Everything else is, is just wrong. And that's just not the way A, to do science. So if you really want to be a scientific expert, hey, get a fucking degree in it. Sorry. Maybe I'm old school on this one. It's like the pen Teller bullshit triangle of truth. Have have a PhD, write a book, be an expert. Awesome sauce. Uh, but it, it's the, I have to be right. Everything else, you're just too stupid to understand, of course. Oh, I, I don't do that. Fixed. Yeah, it is, it's kind of douchey. So I'm not going to say who it was. You make your own judgments. Now that, like, again... But the story, the encounters, they actually give the. This is something I really love the TNE Channel for. Period for all our other things from you know paranormal encounters and hotel paranormal and everything else. They will let the people tell their side of the story, and they'll take them at face value, and they'll actually give them a safe space to tell their story. The same thing for encounter UFO. I believe giving people the safe space because a lot of people like hey oh i have a ufo i didn't want to tell mine like oh i think ufos suck i'm like oh yeah i'm not telling my ufo story now screw it i don't want to be ridiculed wow dude you judgy you judgy you judged judge at least he shall be judged and you judge dread executioner jury but yeah so i get it you know, there's people that are like, if you don't believe, like, well, whatever I say is going to make me sound like a crackpot, you know. But if you do believe or at least open to it like that, it, it, it kind of goes farther. So let me see. Special effects are good. Acting is good. The the direction and progression are good. That one dude, yeah, whatever. Gonna toss him. But it's, I wouldn't give this. Okay. If it wasn't for that one dude, this might be a four. Because everything was pretty solid. I'm going to give this 3.25 Cthulhu's. Almost a 3.5, almost a 3. Because it was nails on chalkboard for me. But what? That's just my opinion. Maybe I'm wrong, maybe I'm right. I can't be wrong about my opinion. But maybe you guys have an opinion. So when this launches, no pun, on a T&E channel on August 10th, Tuesday, Encounter UFO? You got to see it. Check it out. Prove me right. Prove me wrong. Prove me whatever. Prove me bananas. And with that being said, oh, guess what time it is, kids? Plugs. And our special guest always go first. Mick, what do you want to plug? Oh, ah, I want to plug Little Debbie's Brownies. No. <laughs> Just kidding. I, I, I want to plug, you know, we got this little thing called with Miss Nicole. And it's a it's bite-sized horror of me. Mickey McGee. And we got some spooky, spooky stuff. And, and we got some original content. And people send us, people send us stories we read. And it's really cool. And it's for children. Yeah. Haunted Montreal's got a child's podcast with me, Mick McGee. And I got to talk about my grandma and some cookies and some brownies and Martha. And Nicole's scary, though. Nicole's scary. She's spooky, spooky. She's tossing spooky stories. But that's what I want to do. Thank you, guys. Thank you. 
Well, yeah, you know what? Cool. I played. The, I think I might plug this before. I agree. I listened to a bit of this podcast. It's not out yet. Bite Size Horror. It's Nicole and Mick McGee, and it, it's it's for the kids. And I say it's for the kids. It's, it, it's G rated. Maybe PG because it might be some spooky, spooky stuff, right? So it's absolutely for kids. No swearing. Parents that teaches kids how to read. They talked about Coraline the first day, man. They read us. They have people. They have kids writing in to hear their short story, and they give like a theme each week. It's cool. It's pretty cool. They give a theme each time, and they write in, and then they pick the best one, and they read it out loud on the air. And uh, everyone who does not get into that, apparently, they give, or they, I guess me, I give robust feedback to because they just kind of pass it on to me. And I just give, like, feedback, professional-level feedback to, like, eight-year-olds. So if you if you have a kid that wants to start writing horror or writing at all, check out our Do a Somo page. Check out our Haunted Montreal submissions page. Have them submit. You're out nothing. That's all it is. So, Voodoo Priestess, what do you want to plug? Why? Little old me? You want to guess? Is it going to be, like, something in your house? No. Well, sort of, kind of, but not really. Uh, so, I would like to plug our Lighter Than Dark series, where it's all funny and stuff. One of the main reasons is Kristen Cleaves. Kristen Cleaves? Kristen I know Cleaves names. on her site, yes. Yes. Who has uh, an amazing, amazing, amazing book, which I'll plug later on. Yeah. Uh, she actually wrote for us a LTD short about Bloody Mary and Candyman. Uh, <laughs> where did she? Bloody Ma- yeah, she did. Where it was, It's actually one of my favorites. It's kind of old where uh, Bloody Mary is suing Candyman for your saying the name shtick in the mirror. Oh, it's infringement? Covering for, yeah, trademark, huh? I, <laughs> I, I, I really do enjoy that, too. Yeah. Like so, so that's your uh, plug. That's a great plug. That is. It ties into my thing. But don't You're tell him. Oh. Uh, he, he, he's out doing a line of Little Debbies right now. <laughs> Those little ho-hos things. Yeah. And I that ties into my plug. I am going to plug Kristen Cleveland's The Alter Ego, right? I'm plugging The Alter Ego. Their new story, Daughter of... I'm trying not to choke on my own spit. That's not the new story title. That's not the story title. Although, that might be a cool story title. As I'm trying not to choke on my own, my own spit. So, their new story, Daughter of Salt and Sea... And it does remind me a lot of, well, okay. It reminded me of Downton Abbey, to be honest. And like a, a horror story version of, of Downton Abbey. And, and it's available through Ravens and Roses, a women's gothic anthology. Which it's out on Kindle on sale. $4.99 right now. $12.99 paperback. $21.99 hardcover. You can probably kill someone with that sucker. It's going to be big. And, and that's all kind of cool stories. But Kristen's, of course, I'm very, uh, let's say, not picky. What's the word for it? Opinionated. I, I got some skin in the game because one of my staff members is in it. So I'll say her story is the best. And I really, her story was, the, honestly, I enjoyed the most. 
Yeah, I remember when you told me about it, you were just like, man, she can write. She can write. <laughs> I was like, I hope oh, yeah. so, because you hired her. But he's like, no, she can really, really write gothic horror really well. Yeah, like, so, oh, yeah, she can write. Yeah, no, but, no, really, she can write. I know, oh, I hired her, yeah, yeah. But, uh, <laughs> not that you guys can. Yeah. But no, it's, it's, it's a different skill. It's a different skill. Writing satire, which she does brilliantly well, is a very different skill than writing gothic horror or any type of other thing. It's, it's like whistling. Some people can do it and some people just can't. Some people whistle more than one way. You know? it's, it's like eating C-A-N-D-Y, which now I'm spelling out because I don't want M-I-C-K. Yeah. Okay. You can't read yet? I thought y'all were doing a podcast that was like... Nicole reads to him. He's learning how to read. He's oh. learning how to read. Okay. Yeah, that's about the podcast is about people learning how to read. And that's why you get people to read. And then, you know, it's the lost art of, and this is, they do it really well. It's the lost art of parents reading to their kids. People don't do it anymore. So we're taking it upon ourselves to read to the kids. Or, or Nicole, I'm going to say Kristen. Kristen's not part of the podcast, right? <laughs> Nicole and Mick are. And so that's what they're doing. So, wow, covered a lot. Without any further ado, you know what that means? We can get out of here. All right, on behalf of myself, Jim Phoenix, my forever co-host, Voodoo Priestess, and our special guest, Mick McGee, I'll bid you all good day. Oh, I almost forgot the catchphrase. Remember, if you have seen the movie we haven't, well, screw you. There's like a million people <laughs> on the planet. Any million. I guess there's like a couple million billion yeah, a people on the planet. a little hostile there. <laughs> and, uh, well, I almost forgot the catchphrase. And no one else has corrected me for the last couple of times, so now I feel conscious about it. So if you haven't seen them, you know, just email us, tweet, I don't care. Whatever. You know, go go enjoy your movie, Green Knight, whatever that's called. What, what movie is it called now? Green Inferno Knights? The Green Knight. Green Door in Las Vegas. All right. With that being said, goodbye, everyone. Bye, everyone. Bye. I hear a cat.